0: Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Brooke, and this is Balanced Monday. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys all about compassion and basically just how far we can get when we act out of love. And yeah, I'm just excited about today's topic. This is something that's kind of been on my mind. And as I've shared here before, Sometimes I have podcast ideas and then sometimes things just pop up and I experience them and I'm like, wow, that was a cool realization and I know other people would like to hear about that too. So I'm excited to talk to you about love and compassion today and really recently for me, I'm still kind of doing my shadow work journey, but I have just honestly not had tons of time available, so I haven't done as much EFT tapping and as much shadow work. I still do it in my head, but I've been uncovering some pretty big blocks and healing, like just this whole last week has really been a ton of healing for me and just thinking of a situation or reminding myself of a situation or, you know, processing, doing shadow work, and you're reminded of something you went through and really forgiving yourself or forgiving the other person or just taking a step back to realize that maybe a situation you went through wasn't actually personal to you. It's just such a great way to heal because you're able to be like, hey, that wasn't my fault. Or maybe that was my fault, but I've grown from it. Now I'm a better person. And you're able to give yourself love in that situation and compassion and have empathy for yourself and your circumstances during that time. So I've just kind of been doing that healing on my own. It just feels so good it feels so good to heal it feels so good to love yourself and i just i know that so many people struggle with loving themselves and it's something i used to really struggle with and there there's nothing that feels better than really loving yourself like not where you're trying to fake it until you make it not when you're trying to force yourself to love yourself because it's like the right thing to do But when you actually start developing a relationship with yourself and you focus on loving yourself as the most important thing, where it's like, yeah, maybe I did something wrong in the past, but I still love myself because I did the best that I could at that time, or now I have a broader understanding than I did during that time. So I think it's really important to just forgive ourselves, love ourselves, and when we go through healing, to apply tons of love to those situations. So that's kind of what I've been going through, still on my, still on my healing journey. And for the month of July, I'm just going to keep it up. I'm just going to keep going kind of with this June shadow work challenge, I guess you would call it. And I am going to continue to focus on healing. I'm also going to make time for meditation. I have had some incredible incredible realizations come out of meditation. I have had very deep meditation sessions. I've learned things. I mean, I've shared on here before balanced Monday came out of a meditation. So, I really want to make sure I'm giving myself plenty of time to meditate and to go deeper and just to exist with God and exist with myself. I really want to make sure I'm making time for that. It's very important to me. So, I really want to make time for that in the month of July. And I want to make sure that I give myself enough time to explore and just enjoy the meditation and enjoy the relaxation rather than it being something I can cross off a list. I really want to go through the journey and I really want to experience meditation more often than I do now because it's such a rewarding experience. And the way you feel after meditation, like even for days and longer it feels so good. So yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just continuing this healing, maybe all summer. But yeah, so I'll continue shadow work. I'll continue um, talking about it. A few people have reached out and said they want to learn a little bit more. So if it's something you want to hear me talk about more, let me know. I can talk more about like prompts and things I'm doing for myself and questions I'm asking myself to heal. But that is my focus. And kind of with that being said, like love and loving yourself and forgiving yourself and healing. I mean, you have to heal yourself to love yourself. And I think you have to love yourself to heal yourself too. It's like, it goes hand in hand, healing and loving, just kind of go the journey together. So I encourage you to do the same and we can kind of go on a love healing journey together because it's so rewarding and we definitely deserve it. So moving on to today's topic, I want to talk about, like I said, love and compassion and how we can get a certain reaction when we approach a situation with love. So this kind of came to mind because I had dealt with something that was like not a big deal, but it involved a little bit of confrontation. And there was part of me that like, didn't want to go through with this confrontation and I just wanted to like avoid it and instead I decided to approach the situation with a ton of love and understanding and patience and, and nothing, I, I didn't gain anything from doing that. There was no reward there for me at all. Nothing happened um, because I approached the situation with love as far as like a reward. But I approached this situation with love and I made a conscious effort to do it because this this thing that happened in the past would have just really irritated me and it would normally be something I wouldn't have patience for. And I was like, no, you know what? Like, let's approach it with love. And um, the outcome was great. And I just, the point really is, is the other person's face, like the person that was on the receiving end of my patience and love, they... It, I could see it on their face that they appreciated what I did and they appreciated the way that I handled it. And I was thinking, you know, that's how I would want someone to approach me, is if anyone ever had to confront me with something, I would hope that they would approach me with love and compassion. And that's what I told myself. I'm like, you know, this situation's frustrating, but I am going to just infuse it with love. And the end result, like I said, the end result turned out great. And the other person noticeably appreciated my compassion. This got me thinking about the way that we approach situations in our lives. So when I think of society, sometimes this media-driven image pops in my head of society as like this grumpy, irritated, agitated, tired, like when you think of like a freeway having a ton of traffic and people are honking, people are mad and cutting each other off and flipping each other off. And, you know, just there's a lot of stress in our world. And so sometimes I think society can be viewed in that way. And what that made me think of is, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I'm sure you may have. But like, when oh, I have an even better example, when you see a car, and it says like, please be patient, student driver. You know what I'm talking about? Like you see it on a car around town and it's like, okay, obviously someone is in this car that's new to driving, doing the best they can, maybe a little nervous. So one, I'm going to be cautious around them. And two, I'm going to make sure that I'm kind of like respecting their um, their space and I'm not getting too agitated if they're maybe going exactly the speed limit or taking a turn too slow. So that sign, student driver, is on this car And what does it make us do? It makes us have compassion. And, you know, maybe not all of us, but some of us anyway, we see that. And it sends a message to us like, hey, be patient. I've seen people have shirts before that say something like, "Um, I have this condition, please be patient with me. Or like, I'm hard of hearing, please, you know, be kind and don't get impatient. And, you know, just whatever. Like you see these things that preface you. Or I don't know if you guys have seen like the Facebook posts where it's like, be kind. You never know what someone else is going through, and I, I just—it just frustrates me. Like, why do we have to do that? Why do we have to basically ask people to be nice? Why do we have to ask people to be compassionate? And we shouldn't have. To, you shouldn't have to put a thing on your car that says "student driver." And now I—I I get it. There's tons of reasons that sticker and that sign is there, and it's more than just. For compassion reasons, I'm totally aware of that. But I'm talking about relating it with like a patience level and with like just irritation and people that are just aggravated, especially driving. We shouldn't have to do that. We shouldn't have to ask for that. We should just have compassion with each other no matter what. There's people who've been in car accidents that maybe take turns a little slower or maybe wait an extra two seconds at the red light or really make sure that there's a space between them and the car in front of them. You know, there's, there's so many reasons why people drive the way that they do, and no one should have to have a sticker hoping that they'll get compassion in return. That's just something I was thinking about because I'm like, wow, what if we just approached every situation with compassion? I mean, I get it. We would be living in like the best, <laughs> most like beautiful, amazing, like tropical island of happiness and peace and unicorns. I get it. I know how it sounds, but that really got me thinking. We preface things a lot uh, when we maybe like, maybe you've heard people gossip this way because I have. And um, like someone will say something bad about someone, maybe about their character, maybe that they're lazy, maybe that they've been kind of mean lately. And then someone else will chime in and be like, well, this and this person just died or this and this is going on in their lives. They just lost their job or they're going through a divorce, whatever it is. And then we're, then the person's like, Oh, 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 that makes sense. You know, they kind of like back off with how mean they are. But the thing is, is that most people are kind of going through something in a way, whether they are on a journey to love themselves and heal themselves, whether they're actually grieving, whether they're going through just a hard time, looking for a new job, unhappy, just whatever it is, most people have something going on. So why is it that we have to give a preface or like give a disclaimer to get compassion? I really believe that love is something that can heal. And I believe that love is the answer to every problem and the remedy to every pain is just love. The answer is always to love more. Love them more. Send them love. Send yourself love. Just give off love and you will attract back love. I mean, that's the goal. But when we react with love, we will put that love out, that energy. We're putting that love out into the universe. And what we are, we attract. You will attract that same love and kindness back when you give it out to others. And that's the message I wish I could just shout from the rooftops because I find that some people that are grumpy and agitated and mean, they they need love too. And they're people that are worthy of love too. And I think that's what they need. They need some love their way. I have worked in certain jobs before, like retail and things where, you know, you smile at someone and they're having the worst day ever. And they just give you a look like you're so stupid. Don't smile at me. You know, I've been around those grumpy people that just want to be grumpy, but even they deserve love too. And they are worthy of love. And I think that that's what they really need deep down. Like they really need love to really be at their fullest potential. And so do you. When we focus on love, that's where the magic happens. When we follow what we love, when we do what we love, that's when we get into that flow state. That's when we start creating and we start living and we start feeling good and we're just living in the present moment and enjoying it all. It's when we're existing in a state of love. Love is so important and so valuable. I mean, if you think about it how many things do you do in your day that you love like you make your coffee in the morning or your matcha or whatever you like to drink in the morning do you love it Like, are you making something you love and you enjoy what if you incorporated more things into your day to day life that you loved like even if it's like a snack if it's uh, doing maybe five minutes of yoga outside If it's listening to a certain song, like how many things in your day can you do that you can be like, I love this. If we focused on that, we would raise our overall vibration so much. We would naturally just exist in a higher vibrational place because it would tell our mind that there's more of that to come. There's more of that to look forward to. Like if every day you were doing like five things that you just absolutely love your brain's going to be like, what are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do the next day? It's like a little reward system for your brain to be like, what am I going to do tomorrow that I love? Existing in this place is only going to attract more wonderful, positive experiences back into your life because you're going to be filled with love and your vibrational match is going to be love. I also believe that we can heal ourselves with love when we send love to a body part or we send love. I've done this for a headache. I've done this for aches and pains of my body. I just get really still, do deep breathing, and I will send that area just tons of love. Like, it's okay. I like almost talking to this body part as if it's like a little kid, like, oh, I know this hurts. I know this is, you know, really hard, but I love you. And just sending love to an area of your body and kind of giving it that attention. Like, hey, what's going on? How are you feeling? It really does work. I know how it sounds. I know it sounds crazy, but sending love to a body part is even powerful. It's even transformative. It's so amazing, the power of our minds and what our minds can do when we, when we believe in what we're doing. If I believe that I can send my body love and heal it, then it's so, and I can And it's wonderful. Love is something that if you can master love, loving yourself and loving others, you will never have a lack of love because you will be grounded in your own love where you feel totally self-sufficient. And when you aren't trying to compensate for love and you're not going out there and almost like begging for love from others, I feel like that's where you find full contentment contentment with yourself. Now, that's not something I've experienced. I am very human and I'm not on that level yet, but I would love to get closer to that place of just total self-fulfillment of love where I'm not constantly seeking outside sources of love. And sometimes it's not even an outside source. You're still trying to get love from yourself. You're like doing actions to try and reap that reward of love and, oh, what's the word? Like feeling accomplished, like feeling like you did something good and you're like, yes, that love-seeking is just going to send you in spirals and spirals and the only cure, the only grounding thing you can do is Love yourself unconditionally and become so grounded in your own love that you are self-sufficient. You're like, I love myself enough that I'm not seeking outside validation. I feel like that is, thats that's got to be the magic spot. That's got to be the place where you... I'm just trying to imagine it right now. Being in that place of full self-love for yourself, and being totally fulfilled... I feel like that is so empowering. I feel like there's a lot of confidence there because you're not seeking. You are who you are. You're just being. You're just being the person that you want to be and existing in that space. Wow, I'm really trying to think it through of like how I would feel and what I would be doing if I was completely self-sufficient off of my own love and like not seeking. Wow, that's an interesting thought. I hope you're thinking about that about yourself right now too. That's really, wow, that is really interesting. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I really wanted to talk about love and approaching situations with love. There have been times in my life, like just, you know, like many of us, where there's things like confrontation or there's things like not doing something that you, doing something that you don't want to do. Those types of situations And I think when we approach things with love and understanding, what we find is that we're all humans at the end of the day. And like I said earlier, you know, working in a retail environment, I have worked with people that were super, super mean. And then you kind of have that human moment with them and they come back to you and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I acted that way. Those are always cool moments because it really is a reminder, like, we're all humans. We're all experiencing this. We're all doing it together. And there's no reason to be so rude to one another and be unkind. And then there were people, of course, like no matter how nice you are and how helpful you are, they are not interested in any form of resolution. And that's okay. Those people do exist. But there's never been a time that I've approached a situation with love and regretted it. There's never been a time where I've given someone understanding and patience and I've regretted it. There may have been times where I'm like, man, I wish they did it for me. I wish they did the same thing back for me. They gave me that patience, that kindness, that compassion. Of course, that thought has gone through my mind. But how other people act as a reflection of them and how you act is a reflection of you. And when you get to look back and think, yeah, these things did happen, but I approached those situations with love and patience and kindness, that speaks about you. And you get to carry that around with you like, No, I know who I am at my core, and it's love. And that is exactly what I want to be. That is my goal. I just truly want to be love embodied because I know that at my core, at my highest self, at my truest self, I am love, and so are you. And that's what I want to be. I want to be in the closest alignment with myself, and furthermore, Being love embodied is the closest alignment with God. God is pure love. Wow. I had a few insights here of things that I didn't even think were going to come up in my mind. So that's always a cool thing that happens on a podcast because a lot of times I have an outline and like things really planned and sometimes I just kind of speak off my head. And today I was just kind of speaking from my head because I get thoughts sometimes that I want to share and they're just thoughts. They're not like some profound statement. They're just thoughts and kind of thinking out loud to get you thinking and then we collaborate together and we bounce ideas off of each other. I love having thoughts like this because when you start acknowledging and appreciating and expecting to have these thoughts that get you kind of to go deeper, that get you to be insightful, you will get more and more of them. So if you notice them, you're acknowledging them, you're paying attention to them, even if it feels like something small where you're like, hmm, this doesn't feel that profound, when you're expecting it and you're looking for it, you will definitely find these fun little thoughts. I like to write things down in the notes app of my phone. That is like my favorite place. I store everything there. And I love to just write down notes as if it's like, a journal on the go, because I do love to journal, as you guys know. But I love having the notes app on my phone, because I can just quickly write something down the second it comes to me. And so like, even thinking about that, um, seeing like a student driver sign that I wrote in the notes app on my phone when I saw it. And I hope what you take away from today is just a reminder that if you're someone that's always like, yeah, I do all this stuff for other people, but I don't really get anything in return. Or like, yeah, you're listening to me talk and you're like, yeah, I'm always the one approaching things with love and patience and compassion and kindness. And why is no one doing it for me? I just want you to know that you are so worthy of love. And again, being that nice, loving person is a reflection of you. And you get to wear that title. People will be thinking of you as love, as compassion, that's beautiful. So please don't discredit yourself if you're someone that is the lover and the compassionate one and please don't look at it in a bad way because I know sometimes being the kind one isn't always the most sought after like role to be in like the nice person doesn't always um seem like the most desirable type of situation. So if you are that person, please continue being that person and If you feel like a lot of people aren't returning it, I would say really direct that inward and start loving yourself inward. And when you start loving yourself, you will see the people around you change. They will change accordingly right along with you. When you start really loving and valuing yourself, you will find that others will too. So that's what I want you to take away from this today. And I want you to remember that we're human. We're going to get agitated and we're going to get frustrated with other people. But instead, just try approaching a situation with love. It honestly works wonders for you, too. It's not just for the benefit of the other person. But when you approach a situation with love, there's less stress, more relaxation, a more enjoyable experience for you, the person that's choosing to be less stressed and approach a situation with love. So that is it for today. I'm so glad that you've joined me. I'd love if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me and it helps others find me. For even more fun, keep up with me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the name Balanced Monday. One word with no space. I post here weekly, so make sure to come back next week for another episode of Balanced Monday. I hope you have a beautiful week. Bye!